In the 1950s and 1960s, there was no bigger male star in Hollywood than Cary Grant. But did you know that in the stark contrast to the confident and stylish persona he cultivated on screen, Grant also participated in an experimental psychotherapy program that saw him take LSD more than 100 times? I am your host, Peter Zablocki, and this is History Shorts. Cary Grant was born Archibald Alexander Leach on January 18, 1904 in Bristol, England into a working-class family and had a very challenging upbringing. His mother was placed in a mental institution when he was a child and his father struggled with alcoholism. He began his entertainment career as a stage performer in the UK before moving to the United States in the late 1920s where he gained prominence in Hollywood a decade later after securing a contract with Paramount Pictures. The actor soon became one of the most iconic and suave leading men in Hollywood's Golden Age. Known for his distinctive voice, impeccable style, and comedic timing, Cary Grant's career would span several decades. Yet Cary Grant's personal life was marked by a series of marriages and personal challenges, offering a more complex and human dimension to the actor often associated with glamour and sophistication. One of the most significant events in Grant's early life was the institutionalization of his mother. Elise Maria Leach was committed to a mental institution when Grant was only nine years old. The reasons for this remain unclear, but it is known that it deeply affected a young Archibald. It was reported that he was told his mother had gone on vacation and would return shortly, only to learn the truth later in his adult life. This early deception and the loss of a stable maternal presence had emotional repercussions that left him with a deep desire for stability and a fear of abandonment. Despite his charisma and charm, he often struggled with trust and intimacy, leading to challenges in his marriages. Cary Grant married five times throughout his life. His marriages included unions with actresses Virginia Cheryl, Barbara Hutton, and Diane Cannon. It was his third wife, Betsy Drake, who in 1956 suggested he seek emotional help through a new experimental drug, lysergic acid diethylamine, better known as LSD. LSD was first formulated by accident in 1938 by Dr. Albert Hoffman, who worked for a Swiss pharmaceutical company. After extensive testing, the doctor finally discovered the effects of his drugs five years later. It was only on April 16, 1943, that Hoffman accidentally ingested a small amount of LSD and experienced hallucinogenic effects. This day, known as Bicycle Day, is considered a significant event in history of LSD. Hoffman deliberately ingested LSD a few days later to explore its effects intentionally. Despite his drug's almost automatic controversial nature within and outside of the medical community, Hoffman remained an advocate for this therapeutic potential and spiritual use. He believed that, when used responsibly, LSD could offer valuable insights into the nature of consciousness. The stigma of LSD usage was further fueled by its history with the United States government, which saw the United States Central Intelligence Agency, or the CIA, become interested in its potential use during the 1950s and 1960s Cold War. MKUltra was a top-secret CIA program that aimed to develop mind-controlling techniques. LSD was one of the substances extensively tested under this program. The CIA conducted experiments on willing subjects, including military personnel, prisoners, and individuals in psychiatric institutions. The subjects were often not informed about the nature of experiments nor the effects of the LSD drugs they were given. The CIA believed that substances like LSD could be used as truth serums or for mind control. However, the results of these experiments were often unpredictable and sometimes harmful, and the MKUltra program became a subject of controversy and criticism, particularly after its existence was revealed in the 1970s. The lack of informed consent and ethical concerns led to public outcry and increased scrutiny of government-sponsored research.
research. Before 1966, LSD was available as a legal, albeit experimental, psychiatric drug in the United States. Researchers such as Dr. Mortimer Hartman and Dr. Arthur Chandler recruited hundreds of LA residents as human volunteers to gauge the therapeutic potential of the drug in treating anxiety and depression in people who were unresponsive to conventional therapies. This was before the drug became associated with the hippie movement, and young people were urged to turn on, tune in, and drop out. By the late 1950s, Grant became the regular patient, seeking self-realization and acceptance. Everyone wants to be Cary Grant, he once stated. Even I want to be Cary Grant. Even though Grant's 100 or so acid trips took place outside of clinical environment, Dr. Hartman and Dr. Chandler monitored the actor to ensure his safety. Grant would first select the music he wanted to play in the background and then take his dosage of LSD to help navigate his psyche. The doctor's notes showed that Grant finally began coming to terms with the disconnect between his public image and his private self and the trauma of his childhood. Grant was not afraid to discuss the therapeutic value of the experimental drug. LSD permits you to fly apart, Grant would say. I got clearer and clearer. Your subconscious takes over when you take it, and you become free from the usual discipline you impose on yourself. I forced myself through the realization that I love my parents and forgave them for what they didn't know. I became happier for it, and the insights I gained dispelled many of the fears that I had prior to that time. Grant was not the only Hollywood celebrity to participate in the early LSD studies, with some other volunteers, including Jack Nicholson, James Cockburn, and Dennis Hopper, as well as famed author Huxley. LSD possession became illegal in 1966, coincidentally the same year that Cary Grant announced his retirement from acting. By that time, the famed actor had rolled back his support for the drug, which had become a counterculture accessory and no longer fit his image. I found it a very enlightening experience, he said. But it's like alcohol in one respect. A shot of brandy can save your life, but a bottle of brandy can kill you. And that's what's happened with a lot of young people taking LSD, which is why it became necessary to make it illegal. After removing himself from the limelight, Cary Grant became a first-time father to Jennifer at the age of 62, a new role that he relished. The man who became the symbol of sophistication and charm passed away on November 29, 1986. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out History Shorts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your shows. You can also visit HistoryShortsPodcast.com.